Hey everybody, you're listening to a brand new episode of Saul's Life. With me, your host, Saul. And uh, we got a brand spanking new episode for you this week. Super jam-packed with uh, just all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, Emily and uh, Chris joined Ross and I. And um, for the most part, I guess we kind of do a recap of Trump's presidency. Uh you know what 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 did we learn from it and uh and kind of where do we go from here so those are kind of the the main talking points on on this episode of course the second half we have get it how you live and um i wanted to shout out a couple local businesses um dabeni's latin restaurant and bakery here on michigan uh and like the michigan and orange let me see it's uh 239 east michigan street one block east of east orange ave so amazing food check them out at a www.latinfoodinorlando.com um they probably have the best cuban sandwich i've ever had here in florida well in orlando Gotta shout out Miami for that. I forget where it was, but Miami held it down, obviously. Um, and a big shout out to Michigan Jewelers as well uh, for taking good care of me. They got me in and out of there. I, I thought it was going to take a couple days to fix uh, some jewelry that I had. And they called me back the next day. And um, I mean, they're just they're on top of everything. So shout out to Michigan Jewelers here located right next to Debaney's uh, Latin Restaurant and Bakery, actually. So, um, yeah, guys, have fun with this one. And uh, I hope you enjoy it all. And uh, have a good day. Stay tuned. Nice. And I'd like to welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Saw's Life this week. I got Emily, who uh, just joined me here. Uh, hey. Um, still waiting for Ross and Chris. Uh how uh how was your week after uh after our last podcast wonderful (laughs) (laughs) glorious yeah would you would you care to elaborate a little bit on on why it was so wonderful and glorious um you know i would say that uh on saturday i was watching you know harris and biden give their speeches and i was literally texting my friends like this is boring and then I was like, oh, wait, this is what I wanted. <laughs> it was like yeah. normal and boring. <clears throat> no, it was uh, it was definitely a relief seeing uh, seeing that uh, acceptance speech. Um, let me go ahead and welcome in Ross because I just saw that he uh, he just said, uh, yo, um, yo, yo, yo. <clears throat> We're still waiting on Chris, but uh, I, uh, I I asked them because she uh, she uh, she joined in first and uh, I just asked her how uh how was her week after uh after our last episode after our last podcast how how's everything been and i'll uh, ask you the same question so it's been chill you know my son had his little birthday so that was good um we were actually at breakfast we were at denny's he wanted to go to denny's on his birthday for breakfast so we went to denny's and we were at denny's when um when the ap called it for President-elect Joe Biden. So that was, that was cool. You know, just been watching, uh, <laughs> just been watching how hilarious the uh, reaction has been on the other side, as far as all these lawsuits, or at least pretend to be lawsuits that are going to be in play in Wisconsin and Nevada and 
all these other states, Georgia, Philadelphia, they ready for recounts. You know, you got you got you got all kinds of people online leaving Facebook, joining uh, a new parlor. <laughs> Come on, man. you know what I'm saying? Joining. I mean, yo, shout out to the people who put that together. You know, hopefully that'll get them a good IPO. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got, you know, I've been peeping that happen. I've just been, I've just been baffled by uh, by some of the responses that other people have had. You know, there's like some theory about people who've used markers on their ballots in Arizona, and then all of a sudden, I'm. I'm I'm reading messages or or updates and hearing stories of people who are like, oh, well, I know somebody in New York who was like, they didn't even need an ID to vote. And I know somebody in Georgia who said the same thing. And somebody in, 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 in Pennsylvania was saying how they just kept getting unsolicited ballots and just all these all these things. So what you're hearing a bunch of lies is what you're hearing. Lies. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know how to characterize it, but as far as how the week has been, so since Tuesday, it's been it's been cool. It's been an all right week. Um I haven't really had much time to read my book <laughs> as of late, so I haven't gotten done with that. But um yeah, it was just just a chill week. It was uh it was a, a regular week, which I haven't had a regular week. When you talk about as far as like my phone blowing up with just updates of what's going on coming out of the White House and things of that nature, except the only thing that we've been getting is just that they're ramping up to do this or ramping up to do, getting a lot of memes, a lot of gifs. Yeah. Poor Rudy Giuliani. Poor Rudy Giuliani's been memorialized. I'm get, I'm getting a lot of uh, uh I don't know if y'all seen the it's like a I guess it's a video somebody took time to that scene from uh Endgame where like Captain America's about to face Thanos Oh yeah yeah they 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 superimposed everyone else's uh God. yeah I almost cried watching that one Hold on <laughs> You talking about you almost cried watching the original scene or that it's superimposed shit? Both. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. Well, I was I was moved. That's I mean it almost felt like that. It almost kind of felt that way. Well, I was I was moved. I was moved by the original scene. I remember I remember <laughs> in the movie theater when uh when when my man's like cap on your left, and then you know motherfuckers started popping up. You know, T'Challa comes out and gives him the nod. I, I was like, "All right, the room got a little dusty," you know. But um, <laughs> but I watched that. I watched that Joe Biden one, and I was like, "What the fuck, man? What are, what are we doing?" Oh, <laughs> uh, we're hey, we're you know, what? How is that any different from superimposing Trump set on Rambo? No, I thought that was them too. <laughs> or on, I or on that Rocky. was them too. <laughs> Don't 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 get that twisted. I thought that was them too, but um, but I get but I get it. You know, it's it's a um, what is it? What's that that you look? Oh, it's a cathartic moment for many. <laughs> you know, it's a cathartic moment for many, and so I'll let them have it. I'm not gonna be my 
my regular cynic <laughs> self. I'll let them have that moment. Not for long, but I'll let them have that moment. Um, let me see. I, I, I mean, all I'll say for, for my week, it was I, I've definitely had a health wise. I felt a lot better Saturday afternoon. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, I, I, but you know, I don't want to be naive either, and, and I don't think any of us are, are being naive. I think we all can agree that the real work begins now. Obviously, that's what everyone's saying, and, and it's true. Um, you know, I heard. Uh, where did I see? I don't know if I saw it like a little video or something, but somebody kind of put it in a way that that I kind of like. They paraphrased it in a way that kind of made sense. Um, like with Trump in office, it was like when he got elected, we 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 went to like negative one, you know, on 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 the on the like, on like the number line, you know. Negative Instead of one, right. we, we didn't even, we didn't even move forward, you know. Was, now we're at zero. At least now we're at zero. It's not like we we've made a a step, you know, like any any positive steps yet, but at least I, I feel like we might have got out of that negative in terms of having somebody, you know, like like Trump that, that was in office for the last four years that, I mean, not, not even what it did to like the social fabric of the country, but, you know, fiscally as well. And pe- people still want to ignore that, that like this is the worst our economy's been in forever and it's his fault yeah so. i think a big piece of it was like joe biden was not the candidate for many many people including myself but it was like it, it's like a a breath of fresh air just to be normal again <laughs> and then we can fight against the machine that we know <laughs> yes exactly um I mean, I, I guess we'll kind of just go ahead and get right into it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really sure if I have any, anything else I, I really kind of want to say about about my week. It was just, you know, what one thing I have noticed, I will say this: uh, social media has been a lot more normal. Um, like I, I, I I've seen a drastic change um, in the sense of like, I mean, these guys are like. Yeah, tail between their legs. They've disappeared. They're, they're starting to, to crawl back under their slimy, racist, bigotry rocks that they came out of four years ago. And like Ross mentioned, I guess they're moving over to uh, Parlor, which uh, I, I think is funny. Shout out to Pat because he's got he's he's on Facebook right now. My one of my buddies, and he's just going at it with with this with the with the Parlor jokes. It's it's just ridiculous i can't imagine I might be too old i don't even know what parlor is. yeah me and that's the thing i had to kind of look it up i guess parlor is what like another fa- it's like a like another kind of social media facebook kind of thing maybe but for crazy racist can our right- parents go there i'm sorry can our parents go there i mean probably yeah, you know what let, let me see real quick I'm, let me google this thing exactly because i didn't even want it i didn't even want it on my search history but, but uh you know whatever it is what it is but i i like i, I have seen that kind of uh that kind of just a little more quiet and and i would love to go back to social media before um you know the, the, the trump campaign was up and running like it was just it was it was normal it was funny cat videos <laughs> but you know whatever um 
Parler, the app store. Parler. What is Parler at? Parler is United States-based microblogging and social networking service launched in August of 2018. Uh, significant user base of Trump supporters, conservatives, and Saudi nationalists. Wow. <laughs> uh, posts on the website often contain far-right content, anti-Semitism, and conspiracy theories. Ah, there you go. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Went. Oh my good, which is another that that's a that's the Nazis. It's a Nazi movement with another name. We got Google that mm-hmm. guys, trust me. Look it up. Look it up for yourselves if you don't believe me. But um let's get right into it. Whenever Chris joins us, he'll join us and, and I'll we'll recap them real quick. But uh Ross brought up some pretty good good topics for this week, um the other day. And I guess we can start off by, I mean, now that we have President-elect Joe Biden and Madam Vice President-elect Kamala Harris um, waiting to take over, um, like, let's recap this Trump presidency. Let's recap the four years real quick. I mean, because there really isn't much to recap. He played. he, He didn't do shit. Except, oh no, he did a lot. I mean, I don't he think did he did a lot. My G, I don't, I don't that's... Think he did anything. Well, not he didn't do anything constructive. Let's put it that way. So, I mean, well, constructive towards his base, I suppose. But you know, in general, I don't know. Hit me up, Ross. I mean, give, give well, me I'm just saying, up. like, yeah, she, I mean, that was like the Muslim ban and like. January or February of the year he took office, right? And I mean, like, yeah. So there, so there so was chaos that. at airports and protests and everything. He did stuff, just he wasn't effective. Hmm. Was he ever not? <laughs> <laughs> We've got like kids in cages. Remember how you were yelling about that like three weeks ago? Like, yeah, yeah. He did things. Well, yeah. So, so that's so that's exactly it. Like he, he was a deregulator, right? He. Deregulated a shitload of policies, especially when we think about environmental policies, things to, you know, keep this planet afoot for future generations or even current generations. Right. Um, Let me see. What was it? It was like shit like when they did the fuel economy and the greenhouse standards that the Obama administration had set for like, what was it? Uh, Passenger cars and light trucks. I I love that. That that. That quote that, that when people use that statement, passenger cars and light trucks, um, you know, he revoked California's uh, ability to set like stricter uh, emission standards than the federal government. Talk about states' rights, and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, you could just look it up online. The, the, what else can we say about the the Donald Trump administration? He was a protectionist, like you talked about, right? He wasn't he wasn't about letting anybody come into the country. He made no deals that mattered with Korea. <laughs> no, so None what's no. that? Right, there was the the famous America First. He didn't build the wall. Hey, he, he should. Yeah, well, he he's he's, space force, okay? Yo, I mean, listen, I have months. dreams that I have dreams that my son may someday be a part of the space force. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! I don't want. You know what? If the space force is anything like uh, Independence Day and Star Trek, I don't know, man. <laughs> Oh man, you never saw yeah, yeah, I never saw that commercial. It was so inspiring. I felt like I was watching Star Wars. Um, for real. Um, millionaires and billionaires richer. He got he got us out of the Paris Accords and Ooh. he got us no. out of the he got us out of the Iran nuclear deal. 
Hey. He said no more implicit bias training for federal employees. That's right. <laughs> roll back protections for transgender and gay and lesbian people. Hey, you see, yeah. so he did do a lot. He he got into a trade <laughs> war with China. He stabbed you mean, the federal you mean he... courts with hacks. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. He, he lost. He lost he, the trade war with China. He hey, but he had to get into it to lose it. He he got rid of Supreme Court justices. He got rid of NAFTA. He got rid of NAFTA and replaced it with the USMCA, which basically was the same thing as NAFTA, but he upgraded, he updated like two or three things. I will, we'll give him more than two or three, but it's pretty much the same thing. Um, he it, let like 200,000 people die. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 and, and that goes to my next point. He's, he's not a great leader now, was he? Um, Oh man, I, I don't know. Things, okay. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. gave space blankets to children in cages. He gave us he gave us wonderful speeches, as in when he reminded us in Charlottesville that there were good people on both sides. Yep. We got we got to see how much of a strong man he was when he finally met with Putin and in Helsinki back in like 2018, and then he came out room with him and said nothing but uh he told me he didn't spy on us so i believe him i was like hold on you've been talking he gasped dc residents he sure did so he can take a wonderful picture yeah. in front of the lafayette square church was it saint john's church yeah, episcopal church yep you know what I'm saying? he gave us an advice he said that maybe we should ingest some sort of disinfectant to combat COVID nineteen. Okay. <laughs> so we did a lot of things. I refute you. I I, I take offense to you saying that he didn't do shit. He you know, a lot to get a better health care plan. He and, sure uh, did. You know, today the Supreme Court asked them why it matters that there's no individual mandate anymore. So you know, he did big things. I uh, I stand corrected. Um. <laughs> And I'd like to welcome Chris in now that I got a quick chance because he's in. Um, what's up, Chris? You're talking about the great accolades that Trump has performed. Yes, yes, yes. We uh, we're recapping. Uh, we're recapping the last four years of this, you know, orange peel maniac and the stuff that, you know, all the all the all the things he did. Hey, he became a Florida resident. There you go. <laughs> Listen, no state income tax. Can't be mad at him about that. Oh man, um, Chris, what a! I, I mean, I get I, you know, so, so what? What's kind of your recap on 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 last four years of Trump's presidency here, real quick? Uh, the last four years of Trump's presidency, I believe, has been spent setting up Trump new buttons. <laughs> I think that's mainly what's been going on there. Um, but I mean, word on the street is he's got more, four more years coming. So <laughs> think about what else can do. Exactly. Yeah. And now he doesn't have to worry about getting reelected. I mean, Remember when he got mad at California for not raking the leaves in their forest? Maybe he can send some rakes out there. <laughs> for not raking the leaves in their forest that were actually managed by federal agency. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, also California wouldn't have to worry about these droughts and all these fires if they stopped giving water to the fish. I don't know if you heard <laughs> that story. What? No, 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 put no, me no. on, son. Put me on, son. Yes. <laughs> all right, I'll have to Google that story. But 
recently with the fires in California, when they were asking for assistance, he said that there was a endangered species of fish that was getting the water that should have been going to the fires. Oh man, fuck this guy. (laughs) (laughs) And if you weren't worried about the wildlife, then the fires would be out. Come on, man. Should have raked those leaves and killed those fish. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Should have been his bumper sticker. That's right. <laughs> so fish would have been a great bumper sticker. <laughs> so I guess so I guess it's kind of safe to say uh, I mean I, I, I who I guess who who was he effective for, I guess. Like just his base, I guess. Himself. Millionaires and billionaires, yeah. not himself. Yes. Not his at all. Not I agree. Big. I agree with both of you, for sure. Yeah, because cause the base, not at all. It's it's uh, it's like this old, uh, it's like this old parable, right? When they talk about how, you know, to, when people who like live in the far north, I'm talking about like Alaska, the northwestern territories, when they would try to keep wolves away from from their little villages, what they would do is they would. They would spill like some blood on a on a blade and then bury the blade in some ice, then put a little more blood over the ice. So the wolves would come and start licking the ice because they're licking blood. So then their tongue gets numb and they keep licking. And now they get their tongue cut on that knife and they're bleeding, but they're thinking that they're drinking blood and then they pass, they die. So they, they have no idea. They're thinking that they're getting better, but they're actually getting worse. That's exactly what this man's presidency is like for his base. That is, uh, that is true. On October 9th, in a bizarre monologue on Fox News on Thursday, President Donald Trump said California was redirecting millions of gallons of water to the Pacific Ocean to help certain little tiny fish. California's, <laughs> California's going to have to ration water. You know why? Because they send millions of gallons of water out to sea, out to the Pacific because they want to take care of some certain little tiny fish that aren't doing very well without water. The U.S. president told Fox News' Sean Hannity. Unreal. <laughs> oh, no, it's real, Emily. It is real. I was telling Saul earlier today, he was like, I couldn't make this stuff up. And it's like, yeah, you could. We wouldn't believe you and would tell you that it's super corny because it would never happen in real life. But you could make this shit up. I mean, the amount of scandals that he has got, like, I mean, they were like bounties on soldiers' heads, right? Did nothing <laughs> that about was, like, it. The news for like a day. Not even had a conversation. Yeah. Ugh. Even had a conversation. So, yeah. Um, I mean, so <clears throat> I guess the next question is, you know, and and. Like what? What did we learn from it all? Like what? You know what? 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 What did it teach us? What? That the education system is failing us. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, that's lack critical thinking. <laughs> well, but I think it's a big ideals thing too. I mean, for forever you've taught people the American dream. If you work hard and you do this and this and this, you can have everything you want. You can be a part of the big group and you can demonize the other and things will be fine. I think a lot of people during Trump's presidency 
have considered themselves to be a part of the big group, even though they're not, and the other people the other. You know, I, I think it was a lot of that. I think a lot of people voted against their best interests because they felt like they could be these millionaires and billionaires and stuff that Trump was representing. That is great. That is a great observation. Aspiration is a big thing. The idea that me, the guy who owns this, I don't know. I don't know, like a, like a, what, what is it, the airboat tours? Let's say I own an airboat tour company, right? right. I make a little um, something. And now I see this guy, business owner too. And so my beef is that people are hating on him, but he's a version of what I aspire to be. And someday I could be this man. But well, is it can't. aspiration or is it delusion? Yeah. I'll go with the latter, Emily. Yeah, it's, not, it's delusion. <laughs> Bec- I mean, and think about it. That guy that's running the airboat business or whatever. I mean, let's be real. He's probably you know, in, in, in the red right now or, or has been in the red for a long time. And it's like, not to say he can't run a successful business. Yeah. But I mean, I, but I, I, just, I might be getting on, I might be getting on they're another. Looking for. Oh, say that again. They're not, they're not going to be the millionaire and billionaire that they're looking for. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, I've known people that were on welfare that demonize welfare. Like people, is again the education system failing us yeah. <laughs> again the education system failing us i'll tell you what i've learned i've learned that there are two white americas you have the america that clearly knows who it is a white settler nation that is okay with the advance or agenda or progress of a few at the expense of anyone and mm. everyone be enslaved people whether poor people, whether it be so-called minorities, whether it be women, you name it. If they can be exploited, they will be exploited. And then you have the America that is shocked that the other one exists. You know what I'm saying? And then you have so 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 those on the side that, that is shocked that it exists, you have those who are like, yo, we need to do something about it. And you are the ones who are just still caught up in being so shocked that it's so we need to do something about that shit. I agree. And I think with both of those types of people, it really comes down to privilege. Because I think the ones that didn't realize it's going on were privileged to not have to pay attention. Mm -hmm. Whereas the other ones were privileged enough to be able to take advantage. You know, so now it's interesting to see who actually, I mean, and I will say, to be the uh, glasses half full person for a second, the amount of voter participation in the nation for this election is a little bit of a bright side to me because our electorate has not participated well ever. And this was the highest amount of votes ever. But then pointing that so many of those people voted for Trump. So it's, you know, I guess it's, Six of one, half a dozen of the other. But hopefully some more eyes have been opened up to this situation that'll actually go out and do something about it. Yeah. I uh I mean, I mean go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yes, please let our esteemed, our prestigious No no no. I mean like there there's kind of two pieces. One is like 
going back to the education piece, people not understanding how the president is not the end-all be-all and understanding from the Trump presidency how much long-lasting change he is able to affect by the way that he packed the courts. By you know what I mean, like the, that's not a four-year term; that's a lifetime appointment. And so, the lack of education that people have, knowing how different things are really going to impact them long term, is just not there. But also going to what Chris said about voters, I mean, you know, like I keep I keep wrangling with what Stacey Abrams did in Georgia because she and her team registered like what they're saying 800,000 new voters yes which is amazing and incredible and she is like a fucking hero but it's not like joe biden won by 800,000 votes either right nope. so that tells me like there's still tons of work to be done in so many different states yes um and that even when you're registering that many voters does not necessarily equate to that many votes in our column no it doesn't it doesn't at all and that's that's another thing that that we need to talk about further down is just realizing that yes that wasn't the ticket that we wanted and so now that they're in we got to be like all right cool these are the things that we want to see done because so many times and i say so many times but the first two that can come to mind you know, are the last two presidential elections, the Democratic Party keeps betting, doubling down on the establishment candidate mm-hmm. at the expense of its progressive wing. And the progressive wing is not even far left. Sure, you got like all oh, the AOCs of the world, but sh- shit, you have people who aren't even going that far, weren't as excited about a Biden Harris ticket either. They just, again, we talked about it last week. We've been talking about it since I don't know how long on this podcast. It's been more about people running away from Donald J. Trump than it has been about people being excited about, what is it, Joseph R. Biden. I don't I don't even think AOC is that far left. I don't know why people are saying these things. Like It's because she's one of the few that says it, right? Yeah. I mean, exactly. honestly... She's going to be the future of what we wanted Bernie to be, in my opinion. Exactly. Yeah. She's the youth. She's going to have the new ideas, but they're going to see her as radical the way they see Bernie as radical. I don't think she's going to stick to the status quo, just like Bernie wasn't trying to stick to that. And that's going to make some people that are in good positions nervous. Yeah. The Lothys of the world, the Chuck Schumers of the world, they ain't trying to hear that shit. And it's not necessarily that she has aspirations of that office, though, right? Like, Overton window, like, shifting, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe she sees that as her role. I actually don't know what aspirations she has. But um, she fired up the base in a way that they didn't expect. Exactly. And And I think that's what the Democrats do wrong, that the Republicans do right. The Republicans embrace... So we saw like in the Tea Party movement, they were a fringe far-right group, but once they realized that swell, they embraced it and was like, you're part of us. If this is what's going to motivate you, let's do it. Let's run with it. Whereas the Democrats can see that wave 
of liberalism coming up and they're like, no, we are very centrist. Our far left is just like two ticks to the left of the center. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to try to drag you kicking and streaming back to the middle instead of going, this is where the people in our party, the youth in our party is going. Let's capture that energy and try to do something with it. I, I think we we need to, I, I just think that it's such a bad, I, I mean, I guess redefine what the left is because I mean, it's not left. Like wanting equal rights and and wanting healthcare isn't an extreme idea. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I totally agree with you. I think that anytime you paint a picture of capitalism that is not hyper-capitalism where somebody has to be getting taken advantage of, then you're deemed to be a socialist, deemed to be a communist, or just, as you say, a leftist, just someone who's way out there on the fringe. And it's like, no, man, we can still, you can still make a lot of money. Just, you don't have to make $30 million and the people under you don't have to make $10 an hour. Well, and actually, I would love to talk about that $15 minimum wage piece because... I know what Florida just passed it, right? Is that right. okay? Yeah. So like everybody's heads. I don't Florida. understand yeah. that at all because <laughs> I, at least for ten years, they've been talking about making the federal minimum wage fifteen dollars an hour. But that was like a decade ago, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about phasing it in a dollar at a time, year by year, which makes virtually no difference to the actual employee who's receiving it. Mm-hmm. And then what? It's in Florida to be phased in by 2024? 2026. Yeah, 2026, girl. You, you, you assume that minimum wage is too high by right now. 2026, it should be double that. Like, what are you talking yep. about? I don't understand. I it's not going to keep up with inflation. I love how people are like, oh, and your and your Big Mac's going to be like five bucks. Your Big Mac's $4.50 right now <laughs> by itself, straight I up. Mean, but truly, I mean, shout out to you for knowing that dollar an hour, you know, a dollar an hour over a year, you divide that out by 26 paychecks and then you take out your toxic. Like, what are you talking about? It doesn't matter. It, It makes virtually no difference. It's everybody that that I mean, everybody that watches who's that guy, Mad Money or whatever that show is. Oh, Jim Cramer. You know, every it's it's people that watch him at four in the morning. Ugh. You know, coming home from the bar with their, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to, sh- you know, shame anybody for yeah, the level are. of education. Yeah, you that are. Got. Talk about <laughs> but I mean, bruh, you don't even, what do you know? Talk what do you know about song. economics? <laughs> you know, like, what do you know about how this is going to do? Are you even trying to learn about it? Or are you just spouting off, you know, the, 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 the same garbage that you're hearing? Look here, man. I've read, you know, I, I've read a couple of YouTube, I mean, I've watched a couple of YouTube videos. Read a couple yeah. teams on Robin, <laughs> Robin Hood. I'm Robin ready. Hood's out here thinking everybody's a stockbroker. I'm ready, you know son. I mean? Call like, me, call me the Black Gordon Gecko, son. Free <laughs> <laughs> is good. It's just, it's just crazy to me. Like people, and 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 to businesses that are like, or people that are like, oh my god, you know, fifteen dollars an hour. Like, all right, don't open up a business if you can't pay somebody to work for you. 
like a living wage. Like, don't hire anybody. I just, like, Do the job yourself. I really don't want it to sound like I'm like, oh, like, they shouldn't get the wage. I'm saying, like, $15 an hour was due 10 years ago. That, yeah, yeah, no, that's what I got from what you said. Definitely. Okay, good. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, I'm we're, like, right. it makes no difference. What I'm saying is, like, we're way behind. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like, it's like, I've been talking about that shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely it. Look, like, if there were if there were no minimum wage, if there were zero minimum wage, there is no way that people would get even the money we're getting right now. Oh hell no! And people people are arguing that oh yeah, you know, minimum wage stifles the economy and this and that and the other, and the markets regulate themselves. So- no, no, they don't. The market will not regulate that. No. They would pay us a quarter an hour if they thought they could. Yes, that invisible hand is not fixing shit. Mm-mm. No, because, yo, if again, if somebody can be exploited, they will be exploited. Mm-hmm. It was just weird because it was touted as like some big accomplishment. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. guess it was an accomplishment insofar as the status quo was so shitty. But yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel good about this. Like, this still sucks. We haven't moved far enough. Definitely not. Well, and the folks on the right are just having a fit going, like, this is going to be the end of so many businesses. It's going to be in this and that. No, it's just going to cut into their profits. That's what it is. You know, yeah. some people are going to lose some profits over this. And that's just how it's going to go. You get one less Range Rover. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> exactly. yeah, seriously. Or God forbid there's like one less I, I mean one 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 less brewery out here. Whatever, bro. We've got like 80 of them on the street. Like you don't we don't all need IPAs for your crappy tasting beers. That it's just like, you know, cheesy. Yo, now before uh, before we move on, who's I wanna... outside? <laughs> who's outside? Mean... I don't know. Damn, Chris. Oh. They left you off the hang, son. Yeah, Chris. I'm not outside. <laughs> oh, okay. I heard like a motorcycle or something. Yeah, I heard a motorcycle. Or me something. too. Uh, but I, I, think me. I think it's all the hipsters because you're talking about their IPAs. <laughs> you better be careful, man. Some dude is going to roll up on you in a beanie out in these streets. Take <laughs> you know, out your pockets for a couple quarters. A full sleeve, son. <laughs> When you get run up by a dude with a handlebar mustache and a beanie and it's 90 degrees outside, <laughs> you know it's you know it's about to be some shit. Oh can I talk hey, to uh, you? Hey you pal, hey you pal, uh what's your favorite uh what's your favorite IPA? <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know, I don't like IPAs. I knew it, it's you. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I'm good, I'm good. Um but yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we move on, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to take a moment to have a conversation about uh, Four Seasons Landscaping, <laughs> <laughs> um, Total Landscape. I'm sorry, Four Seasons Total Landscape. And um, I just like, how do you fuck up that bad? And what I mean is, you know that somebody was trying to book the Four Seasons in Philadelphia. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. And next thing you know, it ends up being a spot in like the seedy part of town. I mean, next door, there's a sex shop. No disrespect. Hey, it's all good. Across the street, there's a crematorium. And (laughs) we're really doing this. Like, nobody was like, yo, fuck this. 
Let's push it back to tomorrow. No, 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 no. They literally went through with this shitty-ass press conference. My man found out while he was doing the press conference that the race was called. And then you could just see all the animation in his body go away. But he's like, all the networks. Oh, all the networks. All the networks. He's like, it's like when you had a freestyle battle and man's runs out of lines. He's like, hey, yo. Hey, yo. That was exactly what we were watching when Giuliani was standing in front of this landscaping business. And shout out to them. I hope I hope that spiked up the business. For yeah. Them. You know what? Good for them to swipe <laughs> in that credit card. I don't understand. You know what I'm like, saying? Who, I mean, has anybody else ever worked on a volunteer or worked on a campaign aside from me? Like, I have. Yeah. So, like, there's an advanced team for all events. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You go out, you scout the site, Secret Service comes out, they do all sorts of sweeps, right? Like, uh, there were multiple times where you could have said, like, hmm. Yeah, never mind, right? No, like somebody went, are you sure this is the spot? Nobody. Yeah, no, like there were so many people that had to have been involved in that. Just think about like sending like the address to all the attendees and they put it in their GPS and they're like, uh, I don't know, right? Like there were 19 different ways to shut that down, most of which was the advanced team, right? Like I don't understand that. Unless they don't have an advanced team. But they probably don't, which at this point, <laughs> but certainly they have secret don't. service, right? Somebody. Like, even when I was working on a campaign where they weren't even in the Senate yet, there were still people doing sweeps. Yeah, man. The secret I mean... service, I bet, <laughs> saw that address, figured out what was going on. And one guy was like, you going to tell him? I ain't going to tell him. And then it got too close to the time, and the dude was like, oh, fuck it. Let's just go over there. I really hope you're right, Chris, because that would be icing. Oh, that had that had, that has to be it. I mean, they knew it was over. They didn't, they didn't care at that point where they're going to have this thing. Like, it's it's... I mean, you know what? Maybe Giuliani had like an appointment at the porn shop next door. You yeah, possibly know. did. <laughs> the unfortunate thing about that appointment is she was probably underage. Splat out. Mm. Let's be real about Rudy, son. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, and I'm glad you brought this up because I'll, <laughs> season. but they're selling merch, by the way. They, they sold out of the t shirts that said make, make America, America rake again. again. <laughs> That's and right. Like, oh, hey, they're man. talking about the California forest. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You see, it all comes together. That's yep. right. He, oh. had a, he had a cohesive message. We just weren't paying attention. We weren't. Yeah, we that, weren't that's there you go. Um, but uh, but yeah, I guess, uh, and kind of to, to, to maybe to wrap this up a little, because what I did learn from all of this, including the Four Seasons debacle and and everything, you know, including uh, the minimum wage. I mean, you know, people are just, oh man, people are really dumb. I mean, Y'all are a lucky. Lot dumber, a lot dumber than I thought uh, uh, an actual adult could be and still be able to live into their 40s and beyond. I never thought anybody with that low of intelligence that I've seen in the last four years 
I'm, I, you know, because I, I, I'm kind of, um, you know, like uh, um, survival of the fittest almost. You know, you gotta, you gotta be smart and you gotta figure out, you know, to survive. See danger yeah. coming. You got, you know, you, you got to be attentive. Um, the American public is none of that, and the fact that they have lived as long as they have, in some of these people blows my oh, mind. Well, <laughs> white women. Oh God, hey. white women. You know what? And go ahead, go ahead. Since we have one on the show, please go up. Okay, I already told you. Speak for the monolith that is the black, that is a white women. Go ahead. I'm just gonna sit back. Please go up. Because apparently yeah. they saw the fuckery of the past four years, and they were like, "You know what? I wasn't sold before, but now I am." Yeah, that's right. Again, <laughs> more of them. More. I don't. I don't know who they are because. Frankly, I live in a bubble that I curated of my own making, but like, I, I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. I don't understand after everything that went on in the summer, after I just see everyone's stupid fucking black photos in their Instagram profiles. And now I find out that more of them voted for Trump. Like, what the, what? Please reveal yourself. I would like to speak with you. <laughs> Please come to the front of the congregation. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I understand that fuck ton of white women voted for him the first time I have nothing in common with you but the people that didn't vote for him last time and voted for him this time I need to understand your brain like uh, there's something wrong but what why 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 is this I mean how how did this happen I don't understand I I don't know like I said I live in a bubble and I'm clearly missing who those people are uh I mean I have said for a long time that we failed to recognize what happened uh, with the the middle of the country, right? We ran more coastal elites. We did all that. We didn't learn from any of that, but that can't be the whole answer. It's a problem. I'll tell you why. Please do. Because, you know, patriarchy and white nationalism are very much alive in today's America. If if the amount of people who voted for this man voted for this man, but it, women are treated like crap, even in that. Yeah, uh, but then, yeah, but it's like it's like what we argued about before, right? Like white women are still closer to the top, right? That's right, right. But I still can't. I like with him in particular. <laughs> I cannot understand white women being like, "That's my guy." <laughs> there's a certain ideal that this country was founded upon and uh you know some people are just trying to hold up those ideologies i mean i've watched i have watched a documentary about the suffragist movement in in america and it was just baffling to see that you had women well to do women in that situation but you had women who were like what are you guys doing or rather what are you ladies doing why are you trying to get the vote? Don't fuck that shit up. Let the men worry about voting. We just go ahead, stay home, do this, do that, whatever it is. And yeah, so they were perpetuate, they were perpetuating that lifestyle, that 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 ideology that the men are the ones that are supposed to run things. And it's just, I mean, I'm very comfortable in my sexuality. I'm very comfortable in my masculinity. And like I said, that that shit don't work, B. <laughs> I, listen this nation has been ran if we're if we're just talking about this country 
we are on the 46th president, all of them dudes, and you see where we at. It's just if the if the exit polls are correct that more white women voted for him this time. That's what I can't wrap my head around because we knew there were a certain faction of them well, <laughs> that were going to vote regardless. But the fact that other people were like, "No, I'm going to show up," even though I didn't last time. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's, it's it's like um, it's it's. It's one of two things. Number one is that they didn't vote last time, and now it's like, yo, I really need to be a part of the electorate so that this can keep going. Or two, you start a show, and it's like, ah, this shit's kind of whack. I watched the first two episodes. I wasn't really into it. Then somebody's like, nah, bro, you got to keep watching. (laughs) And then you like the character development, right? So they've had four years of seeing that and let's not forget how great the education of people are. And so they're able to feed into it. Is it because he's tapping into the machismo? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they like that shit. Those women, those motherfuckers who voted for him. I really couldn't tell you. Hell, we have black people who voted for him. We have Latinos who voted for him. We have Asians who voted for him. I saw I saw uh, uh, a picture. I forgot which newspaper it was which news outlet it was. And it was literally like somebody who was holding a sign that said Assyrians for Trump. Assyrians for Trump? Y'all are from a shithole country, or at least what he would call a shithole country. And you go ahead and you say that you are for him? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think thought, the, some of those people were paid. And I don't believe a lot of those signs. And some of nah, those people see, aren't you, actually serious. You, you're, you're a good man I mean, for saying that. I'm being that, honest. Right? I'm being dead serious. I know, and that's what makes you a good man for saying that. I polls that said that all of his numbers went up with all the groups except for white men. That that went down, and I was like, "Excuse me." That's right. (laughs) That's right. White men, please identify yourself, and then the white women, please identify yourself. We need to like sort this shit out. I need to have a conversation with you. This is a problem. (laughs) Let me tell you about yourself, honey. This is Dear White Women from Emily. <laughs> Look, the whole having rights thing is just, you know, it's just so much responsibility, having autonomy. They're like, yeah, we just want to get I mean, hey, would I love to, like, sit at home every day and just, like, have my bills paid? Well, so. But, uh, you know. It's not 1950, so. Yeah, would you also like to not have a bank account? Would you also like to tell me every dime you spend the $10 I give you for allowance a week on? Or, Maybe. <laughs> or whatever, you know? <laughs> if like, it's you, because I feel like oh, I could get one over. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's it's just, it, it's wild to me that. Uh, I think what I hear is as long as wow. she's sitting courtside at the Knicks, she's straight. <laughs> <laughs> and keep her away from them Chandler boys. I, I, yeah, that... I, it's not really Knicks, it's more Chandler. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep her away from that motherfucker. Pretty that soon was... he'll be out of the, N- the NBA and then, uh, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that was like one of the best, that was one of the best experiences ever right there. <laughs> Um, that was that that was literally one of the best experiences ever. Yeah, it was uh it was like two years ago or three years ago, I think it came up on my Facebook. I uh, 
I got I got to sit courtside at Nick's Magic game. So good times. Thanks for uh, thanks for putting. You see me, how you uh, just standing on the <laughs> You see what you see what he did there? He yeah. was like, yeah, you know, I was at courtside. I see you, bro. Go ahead, go ahead and start on him real quick. Oh, brother. Oh yeah, you used to throw those up all the time. Oh, oh brother. Um, I guess. Uh, you know what? Let, let's take a let's take a quick uh, five minute break. I think it's a good time to take a quick little breaky here and then. But in uh, summation, white women suck. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they, they you know they could do a little better. Sometimes. I won't defend <laughs> them. <laughs> I just need um, you to start a movement. I need you to like set up some sort of Zoom meeting. Whatever it takes to get the message out. It, it may not be a surprise to you, but I don't have a lot of female friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might not be that leader. Okay, break time, break time. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, five, five, ten minutes real quick. Uh, and then um, yeah, we'll we'll kind of get I got a couple of questions that I, I didn't throw your your guys' way here, but I'm pretty sure we'll be ready for these. Um and and Ross, uh, get it how you live. Give me, give me. Oh, you gotta believe it's ready. All right, good, good, good. All right, good. So uh, we'll be back um, in a couple minutes here. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening to Saul's Life, guys. We'll be right back. Cheesy. Nice. And let me welcome everybody back to the second half of this uh, amazing new podcast. <laughs> what? I don't, even, new? I, I don't even well you know i mean you do for the week i don't even know what uh what i was, where I, where I was what going what are you drinking this. tonight that's what i need to know <laughs> no water a bottle of water still water yeah i'm, I'm uh you know you know me you i gotta stay hydrated like someone from new york so what's that so you didn't really say it like someone from new york Oh, no, that's because I've lived in Florida for like way too long. Uh, yeah, almost forever. Uh, welcome in Rossin to uh, to the second half here. What's up, Ross? Yo, I'm <laughs> I'm reading the shit you sent me, man. Yeah, I know. I had to skim it real quick. That's what took so long because I came across that article. Shout out, shout out to Brock and shout out to Matt Womick. All right, I've had him on. I've had Brock on here before. Uh, you guys, you guys uh, spoke with him, but uh, I haven't talked to Matt yet. But uh, I'm on another thread with them, and and I think it was Brock who sent that to me. Let me welcome in Chris real quick as well. Chris, we're talking about that that quick article real quick <laughs> that I sent you Ooh. from Vox about about the Twitter account. Man, caught up tweeting yourself. Yeah, like I don't know, but anyway, you know what? We'll we'll probably talk about that maybe next week or in another podcast or something. Um, I, uh, I I wanted to kind of get right back into it. Um, I guess I, before, oh, go ahead. Go can ahead. I interject a quick question? Yeah, absolutely. Are any of you joining Parlor? <laughs> Man, I just I won't. No, I'm just gonna say no. <laughs> if, if we were if we were in person. I'd say something else, but <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> we uh, we no. kind of I, I think we spoke about it a little before you uh, right before you joined us. But go ahead. <laughs> well, because what I think would be great is if you let the conservative exodus to parlor happen at first, 
and then everyone else who joins in later and wrecks their safe space. There is trash. So that's kind of what it's supposed to be, right? Basically, like an echo chamber for them. Yeah, that's right. Where it's only no need to be PC anymore, man. Oh, it's too funny. People were so PC on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing ever got messy on Facebook. Yeah, yeah I mean? exactly. Oh my gosh. Um no, so I so I guess what I was gonna say is uh kind of tying back into the last segment and you know, kind of bringing it in together a little bit is uh like where 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 do we go from here? You know, after all said and done right now with this last election, um, you know, they're not accepting this gracefully at all. They're, you know, Trump isn't isn't uh, trying to make this transition of power uh, smooth at all. Like where, you know, where, where, what do we do? Like what happens? I mean, what, you know what I'm saying? What ends up happening is that um, at noon on January 20th, the Secret Service becomes the landlord. And so if you don't leave, then drag your ass out. You know what I'm saying? I highly doubt that it will get to that. I think that Donald J. Trump, for all his faults and for the fact that he clearly is not an institutionalist, he definitely will cut his nose to spite his face. But I do think that his narcissism will keep him from having to be dragged out of the White House. So he'll leave willingly, but it's definitely going to be a mess. So as far as where we go from here is, yeah, we keep a close eye on the BS that he's doing in these next two months because he's going to be unchecked. But it's also a time for us to like, hey, you know, realize, listen, politics is not about personality. You don't have to like the candidate that you're putting in office. It would be great if you did. But at the end of the day, it's about what your interests are and how you move them forward. You know, we, we have to we still have to fight. I remember earlier I was <laughs> I was talking about these these uh, these Avengers gifs with Joe Biden as Captain America and all that. Nah, man. That ain't what we need to be doing right now. Like, sure, let's take a couple of days and, and have all that fun. But what we really need, what we really need to think about is um, who's going to replace Kamala Harris as the junior senator from 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 California, right? Um, sure, Gavin Newsom is going to put somebody who's more than likely a Democrat in that in that seat. But is it, but is it somebody who's gonna go with an agenda that number one, yeah, of course, the people of California would like. And then us at large, the people who put Kamala Harris in office, are we going to be happy with that, with that person, right? I, I mentioned California, so might as well talk about Ice Cube. And sure, his whole contract with Black America was a, was a big fail. But again, like, as Chris mentioned, that ain't some shit that you do a month or two weeks before the election. Now we have a good two years before the next election. Yeah, now's a good time for him to take that contract with America to the White House and have mm-hmm. a conversation. Hey, remember when you said you were going to talk to me after the election? Boom, election's done. Now let's talk about what we're going to do. 
boom, these are the things that me and my peoples have been talking about. Let's get some of these things happen. And and so because it's two years for the next election, we need to be thinking about the fact that Joe Biden's coalition right now is one of necessity, right? He's not with any of these people because he wanted to be with them. He's with these people because he wanted to be elected. If it wasn't for Jim Clyburn and some amazing political maneuvering in South Carolina, he would have lost the primary in South Carolina and then we'd be having this conversation about maybe it's Bernie Sanders, maybe it's Amy Klobuchar, maybe it's Pete Buttigieg, whoever, right? But Joe Biden's the guy that we have. So we need to go ahead and start working and just be like, hey, these are the things that we want. So yes, we organize and then we make them realize as far as the Democratic Party goes, that they can't just dump money into a race and then run off because that's what they did in South Carolina. There was all this outside interest coming in for Jamie Harrison. What did that do for them? Nothing, really. They did that, they did that in, in, in Kentucky and they propped up a candidate that is not the candidate that the people want. And what did that do for them? Nothing. McConnell is still going to be Senate majority or minority here. So it's just a matter of now us the party or the parties because listen at the end of the day if if they want your vote they should be doing what it is that you want so it's just a matter of reminding them that yeah y'all got money but we have votes and so um my time i know i'll do all these rants i apologize <laughs> no you're good you're i good. was just gonna say the next election is actually in january because i really want the senate mm-hmm. yo <laughs> it's not Georgia. Georgia. It's in January. Georgia. <laughs> we need that. We really, really, really need that. We do, but Otherwise, now's definitely. Done. Mm-hmm. Now's definitely when that work has to go in, though. I mean, we we got a new president, so we can put the fire out. When it comes to the remodeling of the home. Now's when that work is gonna have to go in. And we're gonna have to say, okay, we settled, we did what we had to do. Now, what do we really want this to look like? Let's really work towards that. And unfortunately, when it isn't a presidential election year, the apathy starts to creep up and we're gonna have to find a way to combat that. I just don't wanna hear anyone saying that Biden didn't do anything just like they said that Obama didn't do anything. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, he only had two years to get shit done before the Republicans took control, right? So mm-hmm. that's why I want that Senate. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's my question along with that. So what will we realistically if anyone has an answer to this, like to see him do if he has a Democratic control center. He better pass House Bill 1, that's for sure. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's fix... Let's, fix let's go with number one. Yeah. The first thing they drafted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get that shit in order. Right? Definitely. Um, I mean, he'll have his, 100, his first 100 days plan. But I, I definitely would like to see some real national police reform. Or even if it's not police reform, let's go back to what 
the Obama administration had when the Justice Department was actually going around and just evaluating various police departments and just being like, hey, this shit can't happen or whoa, this shit was a little bit far out. Let's go ahead and rein this in. These are all of the violations that you have. Let's fix this. How about we go about doing that? Because that's a big issue in this country. And for all the for all the talk about, yeah, there's a that the police has a racial bias, they definitely do, but let's not get it twisted. Police will clap up any and everybody, right? They they're quicker to do it with with black men, that's for sure. But don't get it twisted again. They'll do it with a white guy or black woman, a black baby. They'll do it, they'll do it with an Asian person. They'll do it with someone of Scandinavian background. They don't care, right? Because they're trained, they're trained to shoot to kill. And so let's have some of these reforms and at least let's let, let them know that somebody's watching the watchmen. I'd like for that to keep going. If we get the Senate and we don't get rid of the filibuster, uh, 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 I, I have no hope. Has Joe Biden ever talked about getting rid of the filibuster though? Like again, like we gotta we gotta push him. So yep. why why would that be why would that be so important? If you if you want to explain that. Because it is the reason that nothing has gotten done in let's call it sixteen years. It is the gridlock that ends all gridlock. It is the reason that we have minority rule over a majority country. It's uh, I've had some wine. So, you know, <laughs> so what is what is uh? But it's minority. What is the what is the filibuster? What is the filibuster? Let's start with there. It is the requirement that you have a certain amount of votes to pass anything in the Senate, rather than majority rule. So it's sixty vote, votes in the Senate, and it's bullshit. Yeah. So instead of having fifty-one votes, it's sixty. And there are certain exceptions for certain things where Republicans feel like they won't have the votes if they don't have that. And so they've gotten rid of it in select situations. But it's very uh, counterproductive to democracy. Hmm. I mean, the Senate is already kind of like fuckery, right? Because you're not getting a representative area, but the filibuster makes it worse. Straight up. Wow. Huh. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. You, you know, you, you all said it best, and, and so did Chris and, and, and Ross when, when, when you all said, like, the work starts now. Like, the real work starts now. I, I, before we get to get at how you live... <laughs> I, I'm so I, glad that I got that little laugh. By the way, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, real quick, because it's something you know. Th- this next question, I'm gonna let me preface it real quick. And Ross will probably know where I'm going with this once he hears what I'm about to say. Uh, woke up this morning, and you know, on the on another thread with with some of the other guys, um, we kind of got 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 uh, deep into into discussion early early in the AM. And I kind of came up with this question, or I'll, I mean, I didn't come up with this question, but obviously, I'm sure other people always think about this as well. But why, 
like like they're being sore losers right now. Super super bad sore losers. The uh the GOP. Um and we're looking at all these, you know, takes from Fox News from 2 years ago, you know, where they're I mean just they always contradict themselves and it's just pure hypocrisy at its finest. Um but this narrative now that's being pushed or they're trying to kind of push is that one of uh well you know now let's uh let's like you know extend the olive branch to them like now like 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 it's up to us to act like the adult in the room you get what i'm saying all um, right right like why why is that <laughs> because they don't play by you know they play by their own set of rules and especially the last four years, it was very much the the sentiment of like, uh, hey, if you don't like it, shove it. We do what we want. Who cares? Ha ha. Trump 2020. Ha 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 ha. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, I mean, just on some, I mean, it was wild. It was like the, the biggest kind of trolling for four years that could have ever happened where, I mean, people just stopped being adults. Uh so why? Why is it now that it's up to it's it's up to us? You know what I mean? Kind of, and I don't even want to say like the Democrats themselves, but it, you know, it's like what? Why is it that we have to? You know, yeah, to be the adult in the room now. Like now, it's like, oh yeah, we got to get them to work with us now. Like let, let, let's extend and 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 you know, a, a peace offering here and all this other stuff. When well, because we don't have the Senate. But even if we did have the Senate, I feel like it, it, that would still but be we the. Don't. That would change the conversation. You really think so? You really think they'd be like, "Screw it, we're going to do whatever we want"? Because I don't think that's. Not, I don't. I don't think that's. That's. Uh... I don't think it would necessarily be screw it, we'll do what we want because we saw what happened with Obamacare. But it would at least give us the the ability to do that. Yeah, I think. I think the whole idea of like the olive branch and. Being the adult in the room and all that BS. <laughs> so you already know where I stand on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's just, I think, and and I could be wrong. Lord knows I've been wrong many times. But it it it, it, stand, it stems from the idea that the pendulum will shift eventually. Let's not push things too far so that we could still be able to have conversation in the future. And that's great. You know what I mean? That's great. But if you ask me, that ship sailed a long time ago. You know? that All, all I'm saying is grow the electorate. And, 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 and when I say grow the electorate, I'm talking about, yo, go out there, <clears throat> pull a Stacey Abrams. She added, added 800,000 voters. And by how much was Georgia won? Like, was it, was it 40,000 votes? Yeah. Not not eight hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? So go out there, grow the electorate. Listen, you can be the adult in the room if you want to, but all I know is the last time that the people who were on the right side of history were the adults in the room, reconstruction stopped, and we were left with what ended up happening consequently after that. So no, I'm I'm not about that. You know, you have a situation, uh, and what I'm making reference to, by the way, is Ulysses S. Grant. He became president, and he started talking about reconciliation, and, and Frederick Douglass was like, well, hey, what, what about reconstruction? It's like, yeah, but, you know, we have to treat these, these Confederate soldiers with respect, and 
Blase, blase, blah. Because he was trying to reunite a nation. I get it. But nah, man. Nah. If we if we waste our time in doing some shit like that now, then who gives a damn about getting the Senate? We're just going to lose it all. So no, we keep pushing. We don't get the Senate? Fine. In two years, Marco Rubio's seat is going to be up for re-election. Let's move his ass out of there. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we need to be doing. We need to be plotting. We need to be looking at who's going to be up for re-election, when and where, and how we're going to go ahead and get somebody who we know is like-minded in that seat. Do we even have two years? No. So all eyes should be on Georgia. We should be trying to get another 800,000 voters up in that motherfucker. I yield the rest of my time. <laughs> Yeah, I would just say we always try to be kumbaya. Mm-hmm. We, always, we always try to get those brownie points and they never work out for us. Like, I really think back to Obamacare, like, we compromised, we threw out the public option or the Medicare for all or whatever name you want to put on it. We threw that out almost immediately because we thought we would get Republican votes. Like, Obama tried to negotiate that to get them across the aisle. And we adopted freaking Scott, you know what I mean? Like we did everything we possibly could. And then they were like, nope, you're going to be a one-term president. Nope. Death panels, like all that stuff. Like death panels. credit for trying to reach across the aisle on some major piece of legislation that like the American people ultimately wanted, right? It's ultimately very popular. Um, So I don't understand reaching across the aisle now, except for the fact that we're going to need somebody, Collins or Murkowski or somebody to vote with us on big pieces of legislation. Yeah. Listen, I say fuck them. She almost lost her. Well, did she almost lose her seat? She was scared in the... Um... Well, the polling put her way, way behind, but she won, so... Yeah. Or Susan Collins, rather. Murkowski, I don't know. Uh, you know. I mean, yeah. I, I, listen, Ross knows from the conversation we all had earlier this morning, I don't have, I have zero tolerance for, I mean, you know, for for just, for that nonsense. I don't even know how to. I I mean I I don't I don't want to. <laughs> the Republicans play a better narrative game. They really do. They do. They've got a better, uh, big media conglomerate that is just really weighing that game. Like we play def- defense all the time. We never would have, like, taken the position a few years ago that the Supreme Court vacancy couldn't be you know fulfilled but then that's what mcconnell came out and said so then we followed suit this time around and either way it didn't really matter like we play defense way too often yeah they um they have nostalgia on their side you know what i mean (laughs) like because because when you look at their electorate and the idea of making america great again that works for them Look at how things were 50 years ago. Look at how things were. Well, well, we're in 2020. Look at how things were 70 years ago. 
look at how things were then. Your grandparents were doing this. And if they're talking to a different generation, your parents were doing this, they were doing that. But they're electorate, right? And so they can do that. Dems just got to, and, and I say Dems, but again, I'm all about whoever's going to move the, the whoever's going to move the proper agenda forward. Right now, the Republicans are failing. So it's all about the Dems, right? But if they don't get their act together, then shit, somebody else needs to be doing it, right? Vermont has an independent senator. So, yeah. We're just shitty at the message game. Like, well, well, they used to complain all the time that we were not bipartisan, that we were ramming things down their throats. We wouldn't reach across the aisle, blah, blah, blah. When was the last time that Trump met with Pelosi or Schumer, right? It's been over a year. That's right. He, he won't even meet with them, right? Because the press conference afterwards would have been, he's not working with us. He's not being bipartisan. But they're not out there every day talking about it, right? But that's what's going to come to us with Biden. We're going to hear every day that he's not being bipartisan, that he's not working with the Republicans, that he's not giving their constituents a voice. Like, that's what's going to be coming. Also, the Republicans know that perception is more important than reality. Oh, of course. Of course. They've been... uh... Their current leader has done a great job of showing them what perception does in regards to versus reality. That's for sure. So just like she said, they are going to push that narrative. Mm-hmm. We don't. <clears throat> they will be out there. They will say anything. You know, push, push, push. They will drive their people to their channels of information, Fox News and all the conservative pages and everything, so they don't really see anything that's an opposing view. They're really good at really tunnel visioning all that together. And then turning around and saying, we're the reason that nothing can get done. So we have to find a way to combat all that and really make stuff happen. And then not just do it, but show people that we did it. That was what was so rich about Obama, right? Like. McConnell said, I want to make him a one-term president, and then he would turn around and be like, look, your president hasn't done anything. It's like, because you broke <laughs> everything. Yeah, that was the beauty of uh, that was the beauty of the argument about the judges, right? The federal judges during yeah. the... It's like, you know, they left all these federal judge seats empty. Well, they kind of had to because nobody was getting confirmed. Ross, uh, Ross brought up a good a good point that kind of uh, stuck with me a little bit here because he he brings up the, the nostalgia factor, um, you know, like like he said, making you think or making you know ma- making people think how things were 50, 70 years ago when they either they were kids or if they you know their parents or or whatever, um, you know, like how how do we get rid of that myth how do we you know that's a thing i guess that might be the next question that i kind of want to ask because i feel like if that's what's kind of tugging at their heartstrings right uh like apple commercials or adverts you know what i mean like that's what uh, gets people really moving or going or thinking or whatever it is um how can we start to change that narrative um to kind of open up people's eyes to be like hey man this is it it's just a a a ruse you know what i mean this isn't real 
um, you know, this isn't, this, this is, what, what did Chris say? What did you say, Chris? Like, it's, it's more perception than reality. Yeah, you know, um, and people yearn for a time that never actually happened. You know, they see everything as being great in the 20s and 50s and this utopian society or whatever, and it was just never that thing. Um, it's, you know, what everyone wanted. I mean, is this? What? Well, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, and I do think, and this might be an optimist to me, that even though there's, you know, Trumpers and conservatives and this and that and the other, that as time passes, the curve is going away from that. I believe that each election cycle, there's less of those people and more moderate people each time. But it's just taken a long time to get there. I, uh, I mean, well, this last election just showed that more people even voted for Trump than last time, you know. So I, I guess the, the, the like kind of the, the answer, I guess, or the solution that I kind of brought up my opinion on that uh, when I was talking kind of about this earlier this morning was uh, you, you, like, you know, certain people have to have like you can't be afraid to have these conversations with the people in your family that think this way. You know, that, that think, that, like, you know, the white supremacist ideals that think Trump is, you know, the, the, the next coming of Christ, whatever it is, you know, um, like, how do we get people to not be lazy and have those tough conversations come Thanksgiving or come Christmas or come whatever, you know what I mean? Or, or be like, hey, you know what, uh, uncle such and such or whatever. Listen, I don't even want, want you around my, my family anymore, my kids, because of like because because of the way you're talking and 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 how you think like you, either you clean it up or you know or or I'll I'll see you when I see you like why is that so hard to do you know I, I guess I don't I don't understand well I don't know cuz I don't have that kind of a family <laughs> I really don't you know what I'm saying so I really could yeah. tell you well I mean some people really are going to have a wild thanksgiving this year that's Oh, this is going to be lit. That is going to be lit. <laughs> you know? And there are some people that are like, I'm not going home because of their belief system. You know? And I can see how if you're like, okay, say, you're, say you've got a child and you're like, I don't want my child around, you know, racist Aunt Karen because of the messages that might come from her, I can totally see the idea of keeping your kid away from her. Um, and I think some people are gonna do that. I think some people are gonna ignore everything. I think some people will actually fight it out and some people just won't go home. Um, as for forcing people, more people to just not go home, I think they have to feel like it's affecting their lives. And you have to figure out, I think, how to convince people that it's affecting our life. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and I, and I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. You know, I, I'm just, I don't have those types of, I mean, I don't have those types of family members. We're talking about white supremacy, although many black people are, are, are perfect, are perfect apparatus to, to carry out that messaging. But what I can tell you is that it's, it's always, 
interesting to me when people talk or bring up the the, the idea of making America great again. It's like, what what do you mean make it? Like, are you talking about the 50s? People still were getting paralyzed by polio in the 1950s. Like, what are we what are we talking about here? It's it's definitely having that that touch of realism with them. And then don't try to reason, but just poke some holes in their argument. Because if you because if you stay in that fight long enough, then you end up getting dirty, and it's just no. But definitely, definitely throw some holes in the arguments so that they can see that what they're talking about is bullshit. But I think Saul is more of if you're on that foolishness, I'm not trying to show you the light. I'm trying to show you the door. Yeah, I'm trying to show you the door. I think. See, I have I have no one to show the door to, so. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's, <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's, I'm just saying not, you know, just, just if someone does, you know, or people that do, I feel like, you, you know, I, I don't think, uh, I, I don't think, you know, if, if you want to be part of the solution, you know, like it does, it starts at home and, and, you know, regardless, you know, what, what, what race you are or whatever it is, if, if you're, if you still want to perpetuate these, these horrible ideals and, 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 and I, you know, whatever in society or in your life or whatever, not but like, like just what, you know, I, I don't know. There's it's, you're being willfully ignorant to it all and you're doing it on purpose now. And like, there just shouldn't be any room for that period. I mean, I think this goes back to, um, Ross gave an example a few episodes ago of if you had a gay brother and the father didn't respect the gay brother, but you were invited to go home, but the brother wasn't allowed to go, would you still go home? There was something along those lines. No, no, you're right, you're right. And I think some people are gonna have those types of conversations and decisions to make now as to if the brother isn't welcome, do I wanna be there? You know. Right, but you that's close to home. Mm-hmm. That's close to home. Then I mean, then, some people are going to have to have those conversations because some folks who had prejudice that were internalized and hidden and whatever showed out the last four years. Sure did. So you know who they and, are. And here's what ends up happening right on my end. It's, it's very simple. It's like, oh, okay. I just don't fuck with you anymore. So I, it ain't even about like, yo, you need to talk to, to... To me, it wasn't even about talking. Yo, you need to talk to this... No, it was like, oh, all right. That's how it, you don't have to make a choice, B. I'm out. Yeah, I mean, and I think when we talked about it before, that we were kind of like, if my brother can't come, I can't come. Um... I personally hope more people will make that decision. I don't think a lot of people, well, I don't know. I mean, I'd love to hear your opinions if you think most people will do that or if most people, like you said, will just be like, well, I'll do something with you one day and something with dad the other day, you know? Oh, I never even thought about that one. <laughs> I, mean, I can yeah, see I people know. doing that too. I was, yeah. fuck it. If pops ain't having you over, you will not come through over here. I wasn't even thinking about. Nah, 
See, that's the. I don't know. That's just and that's teetering the line. I don't, you can't. I you just you know Ross. I, I I mean, what's that post about? Why why you need to take sides? Like people, you know, you, you have to take sides because if not taking sides, it's taking side of the oppressor. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I think what you were talking about is like, what do you do if you're taking a side? Do you say something, right? Like, and I think that's the real question. Yeah, it's more of an argument of do you say something or do you just walk away? Like, like in my, apparently I'm the only one with racist family members because mm, 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 mm. uh, you ought to be. <laughs> but like, you know, like. Like, oh God, Ferguson, when that happened, I remember one of my uncles posted on Facebook about those people and I texted my mom and I said, I'm dating one of those people. I don't want to see him at Christmas. And since then, he's never been invited to a Christmas. Like I've literally only seen him at funerals. Right. Um, (laughs) And there was no need for any conversation. Right. Because it was like, nope, not going to have that conversation. Um. But in my personal experience, no matter what I say to somebody, it doesn't matter versus what they experience, right? So I feel like a lot of people that grow up in very insular communities that are not open or exposed, may be the better word, to different cultures generally, they just... Like, I think a lot of fear comes out of ignorance and vice versa. Um, That's a fact. And so I can talk all day about all my great friends up in D.C., but, like, until they personally experience themselves, it doesn't really matter. So I feel like a lot of my talking does not do much good. Um, and, And ultimately, like, kind of wears me down and makes me want to go to Florida or other places even less. <laughs> um, so I personally am like kind of the soul see the door sort of uh, avenue only because if they're not, a, if, if they can't directly experience it themselves, I'm unlikely to convince them. It's like, well, I, I don't like Muslims, right? Oh, well, do you know any Muslims, Ross? No, I don't. Then how the fuck do you know you don't like Muslims? Right. And I could say, oh, I've got three really good friends, blah, 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 blah. And then in their mind, they're like, well, they're the exceptions, right? Yes. So, like, it, there's very little... I find that it's very difficult to have those conversations in a meaningful way. Unless that person is already primed and is like, I recognize I don't really know much about X. Like, what do you know, right? Like, if they're curious, then they're then that's a worthwhile conversation. But generally, I find that it's not not that effective. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Um, so, what do we do going forward? So, they go do their thing, as Soul has said before. You know, they can live on racist island. Everyone else can do their own thing. I mean, how do we how do we move forward? We don't. We just don't need. Like I said, you know, I I'll, and I'll say it again. I say it in almost. Oh, I feel like I've been saying it almost in every 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 episode lately. It's like the the paradox of tolerance. Like mm-hmm. we just cannot be tolerant of that 
that mindset, that way of thinking anymore. You just can't, you know, because. I agree, but I think that we have to decide from there. Are you intolerant in the way of, like um, Raw said, that just means I'm not talking to you anymore? Or is it a intolerant of, I think you're a white supremacist and can punch me in the face? Like, those are different types of intolerance. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh, I, I mean, I, I just, I, I, I always say, like, literally ostracize these people from society. Like, shun them and make them feel like, you know, the scarlet letter, right. you know, right. back in the day. Like, whatever it is, just be like, and, and every time they say anything or anybody, you know, just check them on the spot. Right. Like, nope, you're wrong. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? And, 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 and that's it. You don't have to engage in any kind of physical altercation. But we just need to like shame these people to where like if if that kind of rhetoric or that kind of talk pops up like at a bar, right. at, immediately right there it's like, hey, bud, shut up, like get out, get out of the bar right now, get out, leave. I like, and I'm not talking about me as a bartender. I'm talking about me as a patron. I'll be like, get up, get up, and get out right now. I don't. I, nobody needs to hear this. This is, hey, everybody, this guy right here is talking bullshit. Like, right, you know, call him out. And I bet you, you know, you'll see the good because once people see someone else standing up for good, it's easier for them to be like, yeah, let me back that guy up. Right. And it's like, you know, whatever. So, like, we just need to be publicly outing these people and shaming them and being like, get out now. Don't you're not welcome here. Whatever it is. Shut up. You know, it's over. Your life is over. Like, I will. I want to ruin like these people's lives because they don't deserve to go on living a comfortable life in society, being integrated with everybody else, thinking let you know, thinking that I'm a lesser human being than they are. So you know, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, do you think we need to do more canceling? Oh, and that and this is the thing. People are like, oh, well, that's cancel culture. You know what? It's not cancel culture because what are we talking about here? We're talking about like uh, something that. You know, somebody said when they were 14 years old, are we talking about something that somebody is saying now as an adult and still pushing that agenda or that idea? Yeah, that's totally. You know, if they're still saying it now, that that's not cancel culture, bro. That's, uh, hey, you know, like wisen up or, you know, get down or lay down. What's it going to be, sunshine? I mean, <laughs> I mean, me personally, that's a justified canceling. If someone is spouting something something off as an adult right now, and they're just yeah, I'm not anti the thing. I'm just asking, is that what we do? Yeah, yeah. Do we go, hey, someone so is making racist remarks? They're a 30 year old who should know better, and now we're gonna put this on blast because everyone needs to know this is their beliefs. I mean, I'm not saying we should or we shouldn't, but is that what we should do? And personally, that's what I've been doing. So, but, you know, it's, I, I think that, and I think that's what people need to not be afraid to do. Right. It's not, you know, not necessarily keep doing it and do it like, but, you know, there's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't be afraid to do the right thing. Don't be afraid to do that if, you, if, if it needs to be done. I mean... I think I probably fall towards that side of like putting them on blast, but like it is a little bit difficult when like there's a little bit of a tricky balancing act when I'm saying like 
if someone just has exposure to something they don't know, they might change their opinion. But conversely, like, it is unfair to the person that I expose them to to then be that spokesperson. That's right. They are the savior. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, it is very difficult to be like, well, like, I feel like if you met so-and-so, you might have a different opinion. And then, like, what? I put that pressure on this person to, like... (laughs) <laughs> like it's it's very difficult so I think I generally especially in in Chris's hypo of like a 30 year old I think I probably err on the side of like nah you had your chance but I do feel like a lot of it is because they just don't have exposure to different people that they're you know used to but like it's also not fair to put that on the minority communities to like <laughs> be like, see, we're not scary. That's you are our, our shining bright hope. Yeah. You are to be the one. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> but but yeah, no, she's no, like, right. Everyone that's like, I'm no longer going to explain white privilege to you, like, valid, <laughs> right? Like, nope. Correct. You. Pick up a fucking book. There's lots of them. Yeah. Man, um, man, I think this brings us to uh, to get it how you live. Get it how you live. You know, I don't know. I don't know. There's unless there's uh, is there. Uh, I don't think there's really anything else. Uh, anything else on the agenda? I think. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So yeah, man, hit, hit us with get us how, get it how you live, Ross. So so you saved the not so best for last. I like it. I like. It. So all right. So I know that. Um, Online, I'd be posting some crazy stuff like people with like these crazy schemes $35,000. Last, what, what was it last week? Like at least a million dollars. There was the one guy with the PPE scam and all of that. So this time I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go for the common man. One that always knows, you know, that dude who was like a fuck up in high school and you were like, mm, this guy, we should definitely keep it. I wouldn't loan him no kind of money. That. <laughs> So um, I stumbled upon Mr. Bradley Young, who was arrested earlier uh, this year, actually in the month of October. Bradley Young is a convicted felon out of Ohio, and he was arrested by police for having a cart full of unpaid items that included a $248 scooter. He had $160 worth of batteries. I want you to let that simmer for a second. $160 worth of batteries. So he had two, so he had two D-packs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need you to think about that. Who in the hell has yeah, so a hundred <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's wild. But yeah, he had about $160,000. Worth of $160, not $160,000. Now that would be crazy. So he had 160 bucks worth of batteries. He had a dual navigation system worth $120. I didn't even know they still sold those. Like a Garmin? Something like that. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like they have Garmin. Garmin. You still put them in your car. I guess, I guess it's to go with your car system, right? They have like a little touchscreen ones. Whatever, but you have one of those. And so when he was arrested, he pulled out, they made him show him, they made him show them the receipt and the receipt for was for a little bit under $25. 
But he had items in the cart that were worth about $995. So basically what he did, and this is the part where your man Ross will always say, Getty, how you live. Man used a 24-cent Kool-Aid packet to ring up about $1,000 worth of <laughs> and sell checkouts. That's right. So I want you to think about this. That's self-checkout? I want you to think about this. How long did he have to ring that shit up? Emily, that's why you're a lawyer. <laughs> because you understand the value of time. You understand I mean, at that point, billable hours. Give it to him, right? Because if my man was ringing up 24 cent Kool-Aid packets and he his bill was a little bit under $25. That means he was there for a hot minute ringing shit up. Everyone behind him was like, um, 12 items. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, he was arrested at the Walmart in North Naples, Florida. <laughs> because it's always Florida. It's always fucking Florida. So give it up for Bradley Young, ladies and gentlemen. Bradley Young. That's right. That's he, right. He gets a round of applause. That's right. Round of applause. <laughs> Straight up, man. Oh Man's had $160 worth of batteries. What the fuck? <laughs> like, so you're telling me the dude with $160 worth of batteries got charged? Oh, he got charged. That is correct. Literally. <laughs> I need a dad joke button. Wow, wow, wow. I'm trying to I'm trying to set something here. Yeah, so <laughs> definitely a dad joke button. Um yeah, I mean, dude wanted to be off the grid, I assume, instead of using like a map on his phone and use a garment or whatever. I mean he had a scooter, he had his battery, sound like he had it all planned, he had it all thought out. Wow, I see I didn't even think about that. You're see, I I didn't even think about the guy like trying to like disappear into the woods. I'm I'm here thinking like he's just trying to stash batteries and like sell this stuff or something. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> He saw the commercial that said when you buy the batteries, you can keep going and going and going. Yeah. He's making some shake and bake. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I don't I don't even know. A bunch of batteries. Maybe he maybe he's homeless. So like I'm telling you, he's bubbles from the wire. He has to sell the batteries. Bubbles from Bubbles the take wire. care of all your trouble. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. Oh my batteries. Your your essentials. Yo, straight <laughs> up, straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Kool-Aid batteries. Here's, oh, man. That's hurricane ready. <laughs> oh. Kool-Aid and batteries. I think that's what I'm going to name this episode. Kool-Aid and batteries. <laughs> Kool-Aid and batteries. Just the essential. I'm really oh. good at naming things, apparently. Oh my goodness, um, man! I, I think I think I think let's wrap this up, okay, man. That might wait, be it. Rash, um, you're coming to oh, DC. Oh, that's right. Put you, you know on you're the coming spot. during the Million Maga March. <laughs> no, I'm not worried I, about that. 
I sent it to him. I sent it to him. Did you see it? Because I told you to check your Instagram. Yeah, no, no, no. That that's not gonna be my time up there. So I'm cool. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm safe. Cause I, Please cause don't I'm, bring us COVID. Please don't do that. We're don't worry about that. Again. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Ain't nobody gonna bring you no COVID. What do you <laughs> <We're>, uh, <laughs> The itiner the itinerary. The itinerary is gonna DC's much later on the itinerary, so no. Nah. Oh, South Carolina. Are you saying you're going to take the Florida COVID somewhere first? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely going to give it to them South Carolina Bamas. I'm going to be up that okay. way for uh, for Thanksgiving, which, by the way, Lynchburg actually went blue. I could not believe it. Yeah, I, I can't believe it either. I was so proud that they finally got it. <laughs> There is a burgeoning gay community there. I heard that, and I was so shocked. You know, liberty brings it out of people. Liberty brings it out of people. <laughs> That's awesome, though. That is awesome. The biggest like Christian college in the nation has uh, birthed a uh, vibrant LGBT community. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But pool boys started it. What was that? The pool oh, boys. The pool boys. Wow, yo, Emily, uh, Emily's being messy. <laughs> firing shots at the Paul Wells. And Come I'm here, for it. pool boy. I am for it. Fire all the shots at the Paul Wells you yep. want. Do you remember that? You remember that skit on Mad TV with the lady and the pool boy? Like, nah, son. Pool boy. <laughs> oh man. Um... Yeah, all right. Any uh, any any final words to shout out, guys? Em? No, I'm eating a quesadilla right now. <laughs> I'm, very, nice. I'm very happy in my life. <laughs> good, good, good. Chris, hit us with something. All right, quick. so I'm going to repeat what Emily said earlier. It's not done. Remember, those two Senate seats are up in Georgia. It's important yes, that people still spread the word, people still put in the work. That is our next mission. And then beyond that, the work still continues. This is not a end of a journey. It's the beginning of one. It's time to grind it out. Mm. Time to grind it the fuck out. I'm with that. Much better than my quesadilla comment. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of, isn't it? Oh, man. Ross, oh, me, final words. Uh, not at all. Not at all. I mean, Emily got me on the wire now. So, <laughs> so let me see. What can I say? Oh, yeah. Um, anything to explain what's been going on? I believe it was not Bubbles, but another B, Mr. Bunk. Was it in season five or season four when he's like, the bigger the lie, the more they believe. And that's exactly <laughs> where we at, you know? True. Ooh, that was season four. That was season four. It was season four. It was a five. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bigger the lie, the more they believe. And yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just got to keep our third eye open and make sure that uh, we stop the bullshit. Bet. Um... Let's see. I just got a I got a couple quick shout outs because uh I decided to to stick to local local businesses this week and oh, okay. running my errands. 
um, just to kind of support my street and my community that I live on. Uh, shout out, huge shout out to the Baines Latin Restaurant and Bakery. The uh, Baines, the Baines. I don't know how people are saying it. I'm talking about this is like the smallest little mom and pop place I've been to in a while, but their rice and beans are on point. Yeah, and it's a it, it's a it's a it's a the bakery side of it is. I had to walk out of there because I was gonna end up with diabetes. Word. So, yeah, they have one of the best Cubans that I've ever had here, straight up. And I mean, it's been a minute since I had a good Cuban, and this place—I mean, the perfect Cuban sandwich. And uh, I highly suggest it. It's right here off Michigan. Uh, once you get off the corner of Orange, Michigan, right here, it's like a little plaza. Um, I mean, but it, it it was amazing. So shout out to them. They held me down on food yesterday. Um, and a and another huge shout out to Michigan Jewelers. Oh, it's really a matter of time we start talking about bling. Go ahead, man. No. <laughs> um. So my 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 little Jesus piece chain that I've had all my life, and uh, the the charm on it, the cross charm on it that I've had since I was born, um, it, it broke off. So I had to get uh, I had to get some jewelry repair done. My man goes in there and 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 they're Spanish. I, I don't know I don't know if they're Puerto Rican maybe or Cuban or something. I just know they're Spanish because we're, we're talking Spanish. Uh, but he told me that he could get it done by Friday. They called me today with it ready, and uh, he was he literally told me he's like, yeah, man, I was just thinking about you and and I and I just really wanted to get it done. Because I didn't want anything to happen to you without you wearing that. Mm. And that really, yeah. But I was like, wow, that 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 was deep. That was that was that was very thoughtful. So huge shout out to them, Michigan Jewelers, which is right next to the Baneys, like the little plaza over. You could walk to you could walk to to, to either one. Sure. But a shout out to Michigan Jewelers for for taking care of me and and making sure my my necklace and and, and, and not letting you die. Cross. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, I'm yeah, man, my man, my man really like, I mean, and, and they, they did an excellent job. So I highly suggest if anybody needs any jewelry repair, go there and, uh, you know, they'll take really good care of you. They'll work with you and stuff. So shout out to them. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was about it. It made me feel good because the guy was telling me, he was like, yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to get it done today, like the day of, uh, you could go to like the Florida mall or, you know, somewhere like that, maybe at a kiosk. Um, but I was thinking that number one initially, I was like, man, well, I don't even know what these people at these kiosks really know. Mm. They're, they're not real. They're not experts at this. I know that for a fact. And then, you know, number two, I, I, you know, I, I let me just, I told him, I was like, I'd rather just keep it local here. And he, he thanked me for that. So I was like, all right, man, whatever, I'll leave it here. You do what you got to do. If it'll take a week, it takes a week. Just let me know when it's done. But they got me in and out of there in a day. 24 hours later, I was back and, and it was perfect. So, good times. Man. Support local businesses, everybody. Support local businesses. Definitely. Yeah. Just don't buy and, any engagement uh... rings. <laughs> Without a prenup first, call me. <laughs> Early money is like yeast over here, yo. Okay. <laughs> funny. Wow. All right, Kool Aid and batteries. <laughs> Kool Aid <laughs> and batteries. Right? 
All right. Oh, we'll be off for two weeks, maybe. I know Ross will be gone for two weeks. Um, so I guess I gotta I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do for next week and I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll see what's up. But if we end up going on a little uh, two week hiatus, then you know that's what we did because we need a mental break. <laughs> but um, but yeah, all right. Good night, everybody. Have a good day whenever you're listening to this tomorrow and and all that good stuff. And um, yeah, uh, five star rating. Do that stuff. Reviews, all that good do stuff. Do that. Leave stuff. some comments. Yeah, yeah. Do, do all our stuff. platforms. <laughs> you know. <laughs> a nice little rating would appreciate it. Maybe even send us a little something, something on the Facebook at Saul's Life. Yeah. Oh, I gotta read. I gotta. I gotta get the ones off. Uh, off Apple Podcast. Oh shit! Yeah, we got. We, we got. Of, you uh, hear that, guys? We got ratings on Apple Podcasts. That's what I'm. Drop those yeah. reviews. So, so I gotta pull those. Drop up. those reviews. Make those comments. Chat it up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to y'all. Peace. Later. Bye.